Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win, joined once again by the Patriot, the Minister of Truth, Gary Bright. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should be the Minister of Truth. Maybe Elon Musk can... Uh, that's right. You could be his new diversity officer. <clears throat> no, that's Matt Walsh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bobby is Minister of Truth. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Garrick, we're going to do a podcast a little bit differently today. I've got 10 questions. We're just going to ask the questions topic to topic, and we'll see what happens. Isn't that typically what we do? Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes, I, you know, we spend a lot of time on certain things, but... Okay. Try this is, this is not thematic, really. It's just... Yeah. Okay. Just kind of react as you We're will. We're just reacting. Okay. Sounds good. And we have to react to this. We had a comment. Well, not exciting. We had a comment from... Oh. JoJo WA1776 on Rumble. I'm assuming that means JoJo is from Washington State. Who knows? But anyway, JoJo uh, was commenting on our, on our comments about Hunter Biden. Okay. And she said... I want them to investigate Hunter's uses of children in China. He has proven that he is a sadistic pedo, daddy also, but why no focus on those pics? So a couple of things here, Garrick. First off, I haven't heard Hunter Biden uh, being a child molester in China, but I guess anything's possible with him. Oh, well, I, I think that he's part of the cabal that QAnon uh, talks about. Oh. You know... Frankly, there's been a lot of pedo stuff going on, and <clears throat> I wouldn't be at all shocked. I mean, his dad, I mean, he does it, he does it right there for uh, photo sh shoots, and yeah. <clears throat> there's no, I mean, who's to say that his son doesn't do it? I'd say his son probably does. <laughs> yep, yeah, well. He's a, he's a cokehead, he's a pervert, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm willing to throw down pedophile on him, too. <laughs> okay. I agree with yeah. JoJo. Yeah. Well, and, with that, <laughs> and with children in China, that makes it even more disturbing. But uh, why do you... I mean, you mentioned all these photos. There's photos of him naked, doing crack mm. with hookers. Yeah. It's, it's surfaced on social media. I don't think it's been in the mainstream at all. Why do you think that is? Or no, isn't it? You know, I haven't seen focused on it. Uh, well, because it would look bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it would. <laughs> well, then, it, you know, I, honestly, it would be hard for me to imagine. You know, I think about my in-laws. I think about, um, I don't know, people that I've worked with who, you know, talk, you know, hated Trump and they voted for Joe Biden. If they've if they actually knew anything about Joe Biden and right. uh, and about his son, would would it even make a difference? What would they, what what would they do? Become Republican? Yeah. No, of course no. not. Yeah, they wouldn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that if Donald Trump Jr. had pictures like that, they'd be talking about it every day. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh... So yeah, well, thanks, JoJo, for your comments. All right, Garrick, let's get into question number one. Why do the elites hate us? Hmm. Interesting. I think it's because we are 
an annoyance to them uh, when we don't go along with their line of thinking and what they want us to do. You know, ways to vote, ways to think, you know, whether it's voting for a certain candidate or believing trans uh, or just an annoying peasant to them. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. I, I, it's an interesting question because, you know, you, the elites, some of them are rich, some of them are <clears throat> um, tycoons in industry, some of them are uh, high up politicians, you know, but they all, they get to go to the parties, they get, you know, mm-hmm. wine and cheese parties and the, right. um, <clears throat> I don't know, the, the celebrities, they have the entertainment. Like, what, why bother with... Oh, why, why do they need to care about us? Yeah. I suppose it's because they're not actually happy. They, you know, uh, joy is... Without God, there can be no joy. And when you have an, a fa- false idol, uh, be it power or... Um, money or sex, whatever it is, if without, um, without the true living God in you, you are going to be wanting, left wanting. And so it could be that they think that maybe more power, more, uh, submission from us will make them happier. Yeah. It won't, but that could be it. They just they they need someone to hate almost for their life to have purpose. Yeah, and of course we're you know they're elites and they're wealthy and they're powerful and we're just again the peasants. So it's like, oh, how could you be associated with a pet? How could you eat a golden corral? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never eaten a golden corral. <laughs> You're an elitist. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have one around here. Um, I gotta tell you, it doesn't look. Like the best stuff. Uh, <laughs> An elitist attitude. I sniffed you out. Yeah. Well, have you ever been there? <laughs> I haven't, no. <laughs> but I have been to Ponderosa, which I'm assuming is pretty similar. Uh, probably. Or Old Country Buffet. Yeah. yeah we, we could still go to Old Country Buffet. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, Old Country Buffet is not a good place. That's to say the least, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would like to try Golden Corral though. Yeah, so would I. Um, if for no other reason, then that's just where my people are. That's <laughs> where your flock is. Yeah. All right, Garrick. Number two with Joe Biden at a press conference this past weekend or uh, weekend. He couldn't pronounce words. It looked like he was comatose on drugs. (laughs) Exactly. So this question, we were going to ask it for a while. He can't be the nominee of the Democrats in 2024, can he? No, I I don't think so. Uh, I'd be shocked if he made it. I I mean, we're only a year and a half in. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that he's going to be able to... I I don't even know if he's still going to be alive. I mean, my goodness. Um... But now they'll, they'll have to come up with somebody else. Um, I don't know who that'll be. No, oh, probably uh, Butt Sucks, uh, Buttigieg <laughs> Judge. Well, you know, I mean, for what it's worth, Biden says he is running again. Obviously, they all say that. I mean, it's hard to imagine they would allow him to go out there anymore, but they're allowing it now. And the problem is, what do you do with Harris? 
Because if Biden doesn't run, you have to somehow convince Harris not to run. But Harris is going to run. I mean, her whole life is, well, on her knees with ambition. (laughs) But, you know, how are you going to convince Kamala Harris not to run for the nomination? I mean, maybe you could beat her in the primary, but there's always the chance she could win the primary, being the, the incumbent vice president. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's hard because I've seen enough of her to right. see how unimpressive she is. Like, right. I can't imagine that she's... She looks uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's... Uh, I don't know. She She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know what to say. She's clearly not made for this. Right. And, um... I, if there's an ounce of humility in her, she has to be saying, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think she thinks like that. <laughs> I don't think so either. But, um, hey, they, they, the Democrats, they choose who they want their nominee to be. Um, right. You know, hey, Bernie Sanders sounds like he's going to yeah. go again, and he, he probably will. I mean, he's essentially looked and sounded the same for 20 years, so yeah. why not? At least he has consistency. So. Yeah. And he's just he's just an old turd, but he's always yeah. looked like an old turd. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, I think that he's going to take a run at it. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, like a Mark Cuban. That'd be Bill Gates. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, what a body he has. (laughs) (laughs) Not in a good way. No, it's it's gross. I mean, it'll be fascinating to watch how Biden's exit goes. I mean, you would think after the midterm elections in November, he would announce he's not running. Um, But then what do you do with Harris? And I guess we'll find out. But yeah, I, I can't imagine that He's the nominee of the party in 2024, so... Uh, Hillary will probably take another shot. Oh, she's foaming at the mouth for a shot. Yeah. I can't believe it. <laughs> but I guess compared to Biden, she looks like she's on top of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, we love our old politicians in this country, so... Mm. Man, oh, man. And if, if it is Trump on the other side, boy, we could have uh, the average age of... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> 81 or something. <laughs> well, it's the new, it's the new uh, 80s, the new 60, apparently. <laughs> All right, Garrick, if uh, Trump does run, does Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, does he have to take the VP slot if he's offered it? I don't think he, he, he can choose not to. Um, well, here's the way that I see it, though. If Trump runs and DeSantis doesn't take the VP slot, somebody else will be chosen. Maybe it'll be Sarah Palin. I've actually thought about that. Maybe Trump Palin. Mm-hmm. But it could be Herschel. Wall. I don't know. It could be anybody. Yeah. But from my understanding of the Constitution, Trump can only serve four years. Right. So that VP, then, is going to be probably the nominee of the Republican Party in 2028 and that means that DeSantis gets bypassed if he doesn't take the VP slot 
So if he wants to be president someday, I think he has to take it in 2024. Um, yeah, I think it's a tough... Uh... You know, look at what happened with Mike Pence. Um, right. Right. It it didn't do him any favors to. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> to, yeah, to be uh, the VP with Trump. I, I, I gotta tell you, for and I, I have a lot of respect for what Trump was able to do and tried to do and all that, but um, I think that his. I think his staffing is still terrible. I, I don't think that he... I don't think that he just has it in him to understand who right. who he's dealing with. Um, and so... I, I think that that's still an issue. And I, I think that Ron DeSantis has... is the only politician who seems to know how to fight back against these people. I think that there would be a lot of headbutting between the two. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Ron DeSantis has to think to himself, would I come out on the other side of uh, presidency with Donald Trump smelling like a rose? Or <laughs> would, right. Yeah, would it just be, would it be something that disqualifies me in the end? Right. Um, and that's a hard question. I don't know. I, I think that if he continues to make Florida basically a dream for <laughs> yeah. you know, any reasonable person in this country. I think that that makes him set for a run for the presidency. Yeah. I would say if I was DeSantis, I don't know how old he's in his 40s, right? DeSantis, probably? Well, it looks like it. Yeah, 40s, maybe early 50s. So he could be a politician for another 30 years. Right. So I Heck, would... maybe another 50 the way we go about <laughs> things. So if I were him, I'd politely decline. And then even if Trump wins in 2024 and whoever the VP runs and the nominee, he still can just wait it out if he's as popular as we think he is in Florida. So, yeah. And just bide his time. And hey, there's no saying that you can't challenge whoever is uh, the VP. Right. But, you know, if it's... Uh... It'll probably be Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke with Lindsay. He's gotten to the bottom of a lot of issues. He's going to be my VP. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe it's Sean Hannity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are some doomsday scenarios. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about uh, who's the guy in Utah? Mitt uh, Romney? No, uh, the uh, black guy. Oh, Burgess Owens? Yeah. Yeah, he's a Mormon, so... That's right. We, we could get a Mormon in there. Yeah. yeah. I know that wouldn't make you very happy. No, I'd take it over Romney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett, question number four. Will Elon Musk actually make changes on Twitter, and do you think that he'll be sabotaged from within, from all the Twitter employees and from the, you know, the, the liberals that actually work at Twitter? Yeah, so my mom kind of brought this up as uh, you know he, he's somebody who is uh, obviously he's it's occasionally the richest man in the world yeah. um, depending on the day and uh, so is he part of the oligarchy mm-hmm. um, is a like sort of controlled opposition almost I don't get that impression um, and then of course yeah it's 
I was never a big fan of his because his companies, Tesla, SpaceX, they're, they're all dependent upon government subsidies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. None of those things would be of any use without the government. Right. So uh, they couldn't possibly uh, compete in the free market. So, you know, he's, he's, he's the product of crony capitalism. But <clears throat> uh, the fact is, is that, you know, the, the people that you might least expect to further the cause of freedom have been the people that have done it. Uh, you know, somebody like Donald Trump and mm-hmm. Elon Musk, they're doing far more to advance freedom than most elected Republicans. And um, so I, I think that he sounds very concerned about uh, the social media freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you spend $43 billion uh, <laughs> willy-nilly <laughs> right. just to... Right. Yeah, so I, I think that he does want to bring back what Twitter was supposed to be. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't... He doesn't seem to be somebody that really cares to cower to the, the yeah. liberal crowd. Um, right. A lot of liberals are leaving I, uh, Twitter, so which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is great. So I, I, I think there's reason for optimism. I think so, too. There is reason for optimism. I don't know if you saw one of his recent tweets that next he was going to buy Coke so they could put cocaine back in it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that Musk will face the same problems that in some ways Trump did, which is t- the internal of Twitter probably hates Musk. So he either has to go in and clean house, which maybe he will, or if he doesn't clean house enough, he could still run into the same things of people being, you know, censored and accounts suspended. I mean, it's not like, you know, Musk is going to run the day-to-day operations of Twitter. Right. So, you know, if he's going to change the culture, he's got to change the people there. Yeah, and, and I, I think that he's <clears throat> he might have a better idea of what people are like than Trump ever did. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, Trump's problem is he want you know, I could win this guy or this guy will be my friend even though he attacks me and says bad things about me. I'm sure, you know, I, I can smooge him or whatever. It's like, no, Trump, he hates you. He's not going to win you over. But anyway. Yeah. yeah he, he doesn't understand leftist ideology. Um, right. Or, or that some people legitimately hate him. Like, not everything is just make a deal and, oh, you want this, I want that, so we can get it. Like, no, they, they hate you. Right. They, yeah. They'll... They will literally right. fall on a sword if it gets rid of you. I mean, even look at Twitter. Trump made Twitter. I mean, no one really cared that much about Twitter until Trump brought it back when he was running for president. And Twitter suspended their most popular user. Yeah. It, like, it wasn't a good business decision, but look at leftist ideology. So. Wouldn't it be funny if uh, Musk allowed Trump back on and Trump won on and it ended up that... People hated him again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I think that he's kind of a breath of fresh air right now because nobody knows what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, that was probably one of the best things for free speech we've had in a while with Elon yep. buying Twitter. 
All right, back to old Joe. So Joe Biden wants to cancel student loans or a certain amount of student loan debt. Is that good politics for Biden and the Democrats to cancel federal student loans? Uh, probably, because, um, hey, that's buying people's votes. A lot of young people that right. um, you could say, hey, look what I did for you. <laughs> and oh. do I do I agree with the principle of it? No, I don't. But at the same time, of course, it was it was always going to happen. If you have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt, you got a something stupid like a women's studies major, <laughs> and uh, you know you're you're. you're Working at IHOP, well, you're not going to pay it back anyway. It's one way or another, somebody else is going to pay for it. So I, I always figure that this would happen eventually. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it's the like um, the politics of it is probably good, like because liberals will like it. Yeah. But there are some people that are kind of like, wait a second, like I paid off my student loans. I did it the hard way. And you just want to give all these people a get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. And there's been a little bit of pushback on that. Um, in the woman's study comment that you said, I wonder if the whole course is just a question of what is a woman? <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> That, that's what makes it uh, an obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think they're part of the reason Joe, old Joe is doing this is they're so, in, they're in such bad shape politically, upcoming elections, approval ratings, that they want to try to do anything to give him a, a check mark of some kind. Yeah. And they're, they're really desperate. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and unfortunately, it gets, uh, they're, trying to go after youngins right. um, and they're not the most politically active but right uh, yeah we'll see I that's kind of fun. like I paid off my student loans but yeah at the same time it, my student loans were manageable so right but if I had I don't know if I had a hundred fifty thousand in debt even now, that that would be very difficult for me to yeah. pay back in any reasonable amount of time. So I can, I can sympathize with that, and um, it's it, it's a very difficult thing. I don't agree with it, but I can sympathize with it. Sure, sure. Uh, well, I, I the talking about this. One of the things that came up was that if you look at the statistics. Most of the kids that go to college come from middle-income and high-income families. Like, mm -hmm. most poor kids don't actually go to college. Yeah. Um, and so if you're canceling student loan debt, you know, it's kind of just a, a big handout, if you will, to families who already can support their kids. Yeah. So, you know, it's another aspect of it that people don't get. Well, that, yeah, that's true. So... Yeah, we'll see. All right, Garrick, this is a Christian, uh, oh boy, uh, Christian theology question. All right. From Jack Persobic on Twitter. He said that a lot of Christians don't understand when 
Jesus said, turn the other cheek, that was not meant as being a pushover or not standing up for yourself or even necessarily about forgiveness. It was about defiance that, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, more of a, I guess I don't use the word aggressive, but it was, it was more sort of confrontational in the sense of it wasn't, you know, looking the other way. It was, um, you know, I'm still turning the other cheek, like turning away from you and your sin or whatever. So do you think that that message is correct with Persobic is saying it's more about defiance or is it more of the traditional, uh, you know, forgiveness and so forth and so on? Um, so when that, <clears throat> in that encounter, that's when uh, the Roman or the Jewish guards come and they get uh, Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane to mm. arrest him and Peter cuts off one of the ears and then Jesus says Peter turn the other cheek um, it, and then he says uh, those who live by the sword will die by the sword well, I think what Jesus was saying there was um, there's there's a um, yeah no this is a tough one <laughs> <laughs> we're not theologians we're doing the best we can here but uh, <laughs> yeah it, it, you know I, I, I don't think it's like somebody hits you and you have to say okay well Take your best shot and keep just <laughs> just keep beating the crap out of well, me. Well, that's what most people think. I think. <clears throat> yeah, I, <clears throat> I I think um, you're you're not you're supposed to look at a at a higher purpose as a Christian. You're supposed to right. um, show love for other mm-hmm. people and. You know, somebody takes a shot at you, you don't have to return evil for evil. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not supposed to. Right. Uh, more like it. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to sit there and, and just right. take it. It, it kind of depends on the situation here. But Sure. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's a little bit difficult. I'm not sure that I would say that uh, what Jack was saying is that yeah. I agree with it. But I don't think it's as sweeping as what uh, the prevailing yeah. wisdom is. It's almost like turning the other cheek is I'm not accepting your sin almost, if that makes sense. Like I'm. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure that I see that in that encounter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I'm, <laughs> I'd have to see the exact quote, but I, yeah. the way you're describing, I, I can't say. I, I'm all right. I'll have to see it. if I can find the tweet again, and I, th- I think it was just a random tweet that he had. So anyway, yeah. Um, but you know, but, people uh, disagree on some things. So <laughs> yes, they do. And one thing, Garrick, that I'm sure we disagree with is the new uh, Homeland Security. Disinformation board run by a really crazy liberal woman. Yeah, she is uh, pretty uh, 
She is something. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessed with Harry Potter, by the yeah. way. Well, I'm not too surprised. Uh, <laughs> she, she seems like she would be into uh, black magic and sorcery yeah. and all that. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so if people don't know, this is all pretty remarkable. Obama comes out and gives a speech about how social media companies need to do more to censor people. Elon Musk buys Twitter, says he's going to free everything. And then the next day you have the, you know, this disinformation board, the Ministry of Truth that's going to come out and going to yeah. make sure we don't have disinformation. <laughs> Do you think they understand how bad this looks? I mean, it looks terrible that they're going to call it a, a disinformation board. I mean, what do they... They've never, I guess, read 1984. I mean, this is like a playbook right from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for those of us who did read it, it is uh, it is pretty terrifying. Um, I just keep thinking back to all the stupid idiots that I heard during the election. and yeah. um, They don't know anything about anything. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. you know, what do they know? I, I don't... <clears throat> what do they think? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to think that one of these ridiculous ideas uh, becomes a turning point. Um, but, yeah, hopefully hopefully it means uh, a big sweep in the midterms. I guess I'll give that. Yeah, and it's one of those things I don't... Someone had mentioned that this board doesn't actually have any power to do anything, but <laughs> the fact that it's created in the first place is alarming. But, I mean, Dr. Fauci didn't have any particular power either. <laughs> right, that's true. Um, all he has to do is lie, and then he gets to <laughs> unleash a, a horrible disease on the world and <laughs> that will always be with us now. And uh, right. he also gets to lock us down if he can get a gullible politician who does have the power <laughs> to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Fauci had said something like he he was very concerned that the courts would be able to tell the CDC they couldn't do things. Like, huh, yeah, well. Yeah, well, the CDC's not in the Constitution. Oh, but, but we're just doing it for public health, Garrick. Bullshit. <laughs> Speaking of bullshit, Kevin McCarthy. For <laughs> <laughs> those of you who don't know, He's the Republican leader in the House. He very well could be the next Speaker of the House. And some audio clips came out. Well, first there was a news report that came out that alleged that McCarthy was going to tell Trump to resign and January 6th was so terrible and that and he was kind of supportive of Liz Cheney. And then all of a sudden the audios came out where he admitted that he did say this stuff. And he <laughs> called Trump and they talked about it and apparently they're okay. But are the Republicans ever going to wake up and get rid of these clowns? I sure hope so. Um, That's just... I mean, you know, Kevin McCarthy, he's a loser that's, uh, you know, sleeping with Frank Luntz. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And he has this look on his face like he's always sniffing dog shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, and then, you know, you have Mitch McConnell, who's in bed with uh, his wife, <laughs> literally, who's, uh, you know, a Chinese spy, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we need, to, we need a clean house like no other. Um, 
I, I yeah. hate Republicans so much. <laughs> yeah, I hate to bring this up again. The only guy who can get McCarthy out is probably Trump. But, you know, that's one of Trump's issues, right? Well, Kevin said nice things about me. <laughs> you know, he's very nice to me. He took, he took me out for a steak dinner. He gave me his extra ketchup. It was great. <laughs> well... Unfortunately, I think McCarthy is probably going to be the Speaker of the House, but maybe someday enough people wake up and get this clown out. But I guess that's what we're stuck with. What if it was Madison Cawthorn? Yeah! (laughs) Who, by the way, uh, did a little bit of uh, cross-dressing. Oh, I didn't hear that. What did he do? Yeah, this was back... uh, They have pictures of it. Uh, I forgot what the event was, but it was with his... Uh, I think his wife, um, if he's even married, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he was, he was in women's clothing. And, uh, <laughs> I, she has a different light on him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe what happened is, uh, he, you know, told people what happened in his, uh, <laughs> what happens in DC with these, uh, mm. sex orgies and, they were like, oh, yeah, well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> we have this. They're trying to take him out. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it didn't, it didn't look good. Not to me. Uh, <laughs> seems know. like everybody's into drag. And... Speaking of which, there was a kid in middle school who dressed up as Halloween. He was a guy. He was a male. He dressed up as a woman. In our middle, when in we our middle in... school. It was oh. for Halloween costume. He dressed up as a girl. Eli was his first name. I don't remember the last name. Jacobson? That's him. Really? Yeah, he dressed up as a woman for one year. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I just assumed that he was not gay, but who knows? Uh, nowadays, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, he may be straight as can be, but back in the sixth or seventh grade, he dressed up as a woman for Halloween. And that was before all this stuff was going on. You know what? I think I put on a wig one time. <laughs> to, yeah, it got people to laugh, so I did it. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, I think putting on a wig is cross dressing. I'm not. You got to go like the full nine yards. Yeah. Well, it's. Uh, yeah, but it, yeah, like I said, it's hard to do. Yeah, you know, when you're, yeah. you're sixth grade. I, I mean, what do you know? Okay, well, he had. I'm pretty sure he had makeup on too and earrings and stuff. Oh dear. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember for uh, fourth grade. Uh, the play, and I was in the chorus, and we had to wear mascara and lipstick. And <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, and yeah. I, I felt really gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, back then. Yeah. Huh. Great memories. Yeah. <laughs> well, Garrick, a great memory. This maybe not a great memory. Is uh, still too many Republicans want war in Ukraine. We don't have enough people saying the war in Ukraine is bad. And just as an example, the Daily Caller, which Ben Shapiro crowd, apparently from what I heard when the whole Ukraine thing first started, they were all about the coverage. They were all, you know, anti-Russia and everything. And they got such pushback from their uh, readers that they basically stopped covering the war. Hmm. And it's just like the Republicans, maybe they just still are too attached to the Bush years. And there's just too deep state, too defense contractor like. Yeah, um, the Daily Caller or the Daily Wire. Oh, the Daily Wire, the one with Shapiro. 
Okay, yeah, the Daily Wire. The Wire, I'm sorry. Yeah, The Wire, yeah. Um, that's it, because I think I remember Matt Walsh being against it the entire time. Um, and he might be. It's just like the, the website as a whole was still yeah. very, you know, pro-Ukraine type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I <clears throat> I haven't heard a whole lot about it. Um, yeah. I, I, it kind of seemed to me like they tried to make a big deal out of it, but I, I don't know that anybody is being won over. I think that anybody who was, you know, who reacted to it initially in the way that they wanted to, maybe they're coming back the uh, kind of like, yeah, just becoming apathetic. Like, I mean, really, right. who cares? Yeah, well... Pelosi took a secret trip to Ukraine. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. So they care a bit. I'd like if she took a secret trip to Iran and they beheaded her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just here for a drink. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, I would say that it's still one of the flaws of the Republican Party. There's still too many Bushites, too many Cheneyites that want to go to war they're in bed with defense contractors and um, yeah yeah I think that's part of the reason some Republicans <clears throat> like Liz Cheney hate Trump so much because he was very much on the other side of let's get out and just stop all these stupid wars and uh, unfortunately Republicans still haven't woken up to that yeah you would think that after Afghanistan what a disaster yeah. that is yeah. uh, I think the Re- I think most Republicans would say we should have stayed and we should have sent more troops and we should have been like John McCain and stay there a hundred years I think that's what most Republicans certainly what Lindsey Graham would have done yeah it's hard to take people like that seriously I, I mean who would want to be in that shithole country for that long I tell you what that is the truest thing that Trump ever said let's talk about how we get all these people from shithole countries <laughs> yes we do <laughs> And it's all so the elites can make money somehow. I don't know how you get a bunch of losers from a stupid countries and then you make money. <laughs> Sounds... well, I, think... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the heroin trade over there, but yeah, I guess. They're... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. We're gonna make lots of money over there, and then we just have to let a few of these people in. <sighs> Horrible. Terrible. Well, Garrick, our last question. It's not really a question, but Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. I don't follow Hollywood celebrities. I don't really know much about these people, but apparently Amber Heard's a real nut job. Yeah, sounds like it. And she took a dump next to his bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gretchen told me about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she took a shit on his bed or something. <laughs> it's like, I mean, she looks very attractive but then yeah. you hear about that it's like ooh uh. <laughs> yeah uh, they had a, a psychologist testifying for whatever that's worth but anyway the psychologist said that Amber Heard is someone who has no personality oh and that Amber Heard takes on the personality of the person that she happens to be interacting with and it was funny because the, the psychologist on the stand took her glasses and put them on and then they showed Amber Heard, like, literally 20 seconds later, taking her glasses and putting it on. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Talk about mimicking. But, huh. yeah, it's just Amber Heard has no personality, apparently. <laughs> she has no personality. 
That'd be something she came into Donald Trump and started acting like Trump. (laughs) (laughs) That would be something. Um, So I I guess Johnny Depp is going to win his defamation suit. I I guess this is more of a... uh, I don't even really know what kind of question it is. Just that do you think that uh, women of this uh, certain breed of women... The Hollywood types, um, maybe incapable of being normal, incapable of being loved, that all they care about is money and fame. Um, I mean, I guess I would say that about anybody in Hollywood. No, yeah. Um, you know, Johnny Depp has always seemed like kind of a nut job to me, too. Yes, yeah, he does. So, you know, it would stand to reason that he would be with a nut job. Do you think that most women are gold diggers? Um, maybe I don't yeah. know. I uh, I just asked that. I saw something on Twitter, and it was something like, uh, it was advice. It said a woman will tolerate a man cheating, but she will never tolerate a broke man. And I was like, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty intelligent thing. <laughs> you know? so, that that could be true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, says something about women, doesn't it? I mean, I wouldn't want to be with a broke piece of garbage either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> the broke piece of garbage. <laughs> I always like to be feel a little bit secure. <laughs> Yeah. I think, though, for men, it's a little bit different, right? Like, if you had two women, one woman is really good-looking but has no money, and then one woman is, we'll say, average-looking but, you know, really financially stable, I think most men would go after the attractive woman. That depends. Does she have a personality? (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, I don't... You know, uh, Amber Heard is... uh, you know, yeah. at least when she's done up, she's very hot. But, right. um, you know, without personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, she would take on your personality because she doesn't have a personality. I don't know that one, Eddie. <laughs> I can barely stand my own personality. <laughs> yeah, bro, what are you going to do today? Well, I'm just going to watch uh, transgender films on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i watch Shark Tank. <laughs> oh, in that case, maybe I could get a one. <laughs> Well, anyway, well, all right, folks, that's going to be it from us. Let us know what you think on Podbean, Rumble, Parlor, Twitter, and we will check in with you next time. All right. Adios. Later. Later.